Was I dreaming? How do you feel? Oh, like I've been run over by a truck. But I'm all right, I guess. Glad to hear it. You from around here? Why don't you tell me what happened? Wait a second, I'm just a tourist. I came here for a vacation. I just got here. I don't know what happened. I'd like to find out myself. Just turned seven last month, short, black hair. My daughter. Sorry. The only person I've seen in this town is you. Where is everybody? I'd tell you if I knew, believe me. But from what I can tell, something bizarre is going on. to the Pleasure Dome, known as 60 Second Retro Gamer. Um, <laughs> I think he goes to Hollywood. I am indeed. In or disguise. It could, it could just be um, uh, Xanadu by Rush. Yeah. yeah, who knows. It also references uh, the Pleasure Dome, oh. which is in uh, the, um, oh, I think it's a Coleridge poem. Ah. About Kubla Khan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I never knew that. That's where the pleasure dome comes from. Uh -huh. Nothing to do with being gay. No, nothing at all. Um, okay, I am. Well. Uh, well, it could do these days, actually. Uh, yeah, you never know. I mean, but originally, yes. Um, I am Anthony Tremaine. Talking also about the pleasure dome is Simon Pryor. Hello. And stroking his eyes is Mr. Patton. Hello, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm not really. No. Saying hello to a sailor? Yeah, yeah it's, it's the poem Kubla Khan by Samuel Taylor Coleridge. Oh, <laughs> that's a name and a half. Good grief. Uh, I know I did it. I studied it at university, so... Ah, oh, there you go. We are talking today about the rather somewhat dated-looking Silent Hill. Which, or for those who don't understand, Anthony, Silent Hill. Silent yes. Hill. Uh, in English. In, in English. <laughs> Not in English. In Antonish. My you know own. they can't see you do that. I know, oh my own official. Line. I need like a, an audio description. The retard well, there puts is, his hand. There is the picture. Them. Every time people see your face on the review, it is you doing that. Yeah, there you go. Gesture. I just did the, the look, watch one of the reviews, and uh, mainly this one, if you're listening to this one, and uh, and uh, you'll see the face that I just pulled. Yeah, don't. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash random stoked. Yes, but you should have already watched that. Yeah, but it's, it's in the comments of the podcast anyway, so yeah. it's well, got no excuse. Excuse me. Uh, but yes, uh, it was made in 1999. I'm trying to read that from a distance. It's quite different. It was released in uh, 99, yeah. Yes. Uh, was it over that's here? Quite, um, it was released over here in August 1999. Ah, there you go. But I, um, that's quite a way into the PlayStation 1 Yeah, cycle, that's almost towards the end of its yeah. cycle, to be honest. Because given how... Metal um, Gear Solid 2 was 2001. That was only like a year or so after that. Yeah. I think it was because... Oh, oh, hey, oh. 
You're very gassy uh, today. That's because I've had a lot of uh, Dr. Pop. Um, it's, uh, I think the, the, the PS2 was sort of a in development yeah. at the time. It was like, Where's Cheryl? Here, here's, where's my daughter? Um, yes, you, you play as Harry, as I've probably said in the review, uh, who is involved in a rather nasty car crash, and your daughter is missing when you awaken, and you find that the weather has turned to uh, mist, and uh, ash is fluttering down to the ground, much like snow. And you wander along for a bit, and he comes across the rather deserted town of Silent Hill, which he then discovers, of course, it is inhabited by monsters, which look rather dated and silly in its graphics yeah. now, but I'll get onto that in well, a moment. It's, it's the PS1 era, yeah. though, isn't it? It um, all looks yeah. a bit... Yeah. Well, not all of it, but so, like, I, as I said in the review, some games have stood up quite well against the test of time, and this game, unfortunately, just sort of lay down and run over it um, several times to make sure. But um, it... it I mean, it's, I don't know, it's surprising it looks naff. It still plays rather well, although it does feel like a cheap man's Resident Evil sometimes. Mm. Um, I think well, a lot of people would prefer this over Resident Evil, actually. Yeah, because, I this mean... This is more um, psychological horror. Yeah, whereas Resident whereas Evil was Resident just in your face, wasn't it? Yeah. And oh, this actually has, I can't aim my gun. No, this one has half-decent actors in it as well, whereas Resident Evil, they just didn't really didn't bother, <laughs> I don't think. They just pulled someone off the street and went, yeah, can you read this for us? Um... <laughs> And they whispered back, no, no, but they did it anyway, uh, for a, probably a minimal fee. But um, yeah, it, it really, do, I mean, it, it does play with your mind uh, in uh, places. I mean, when you've got, when he picks up the radio, as I mentioned, he's quite clever. Every time a monster's nearby, it gives us static. And uh, sometimes the monsters won't even pop out at you. You'll just run along and it'll... Thinking, oh shit, make where me is think, it? Oh. Yeah, and then it will just sort of fade away again because perhaps the monster hasn't spotted you. But there are some times where it'll be quite that courteous and they'll fuck out of the shadows. That well, the fog slash terrible draw distance. Yeah, um, which gets very annoying over time. I found because instead of going oh for the you know, oh god I can't see where I'm going, it, it eventually comes to the point where you go oh for the love of god. Where am I going? I have no idea where I am. Frequently now. checking your map. Yeah, which gets a little bit annoying after a while because you're sort of yeah. chilling and throwing. But it also blends together, doesn't it? It's like, oh, if the draw distance was a bit further along, then I may be able to see where yeah. I'm going. And you wouldn't need to check the map as much. And I mean, it's a bit lazy the way that they sort of ended the town as well, just saying, yeah, the, the road has just dropped away. We're so, oh, okay. Where is it? Okay, I mean, so. I'm in this little area here then. Yeah. Why am I going this way? Uh, I mean, it's <laughs> ironic. The film actually made more of a point and made a little bit more sense of the fact the roads had dropped away than the game did, yeah. which is somewhat ironic. Surely it probably realised Probably realised it was Maybe, better. Maybe, yeah. But um, it's just... Or oh, lazy development. <laughs> another, think, another Sean Bean starring vehicle. Yes, <laughs> with an American accent. Six degrees of Sean Bean. Yeah, he, he wasn't... In it, All of our podcasts, in some way or another, <laughs> refer back to Sean Bean within yeah. six steps. Yeah, but, like Kevin uh, Bacon. Quite, but it's—I uh, mean, the puzzles are good. There are some very um, inventive puzzles on show. Although there was a, the one with the piano, that me and Rich, um, having a musical knowledge, thought a little too deeply into, mm. <laughs> and were trying to work out the notes and the piano thing. He had something to do with it. It turned out it was nothing to do with that yeah. at all. It was something quite simple, so we actually made that puzzle a lot harder for ourselves than we needed to. But you know, it's all part of the fun. Yeah. You know, as you're thinking, you know, I mean, 
when you get to I mean it's quite good as well when the air raid siren goes off although as much as I hate those sounds it actually puts the fear of God into me those sounds do it makes me when I was playing doesn't it doesn't much though does it no but I mean these, these actually <laughs> legitimately make me sit there and feel a little bit frightened mm. I don't know why it's just uh, like I, I'm a little bit ill as well weirdly enough I was playing it there and I actually felt a little bit sick. <laughs> it's really, I couldn't even tell you where that phobia's come from. It's just one of those. So, God help us if the Cold War ever starts up again and we need the air raid sirens. Yeah, I'd be myself. You'd be stuffed, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I'd be more frightened of the air raid sirens than the nuclear yeah. missiles, to be honest. Um, but every time an air raid siren goes off, the world goes a bit darker and just suddenly, uh, and all hell, literally like. The monsters that are around and about during the day become the least of your worries. Yeah. Because there's some weird and wonderful things that pop out when it goes dark. Dead babies! Yeah, it's not particularly pleasant. <laughs> sort of. That sort of look like they're giving you a blowjob when they're attacking you. Yeah. Which is a bit weird. <laughs> um, but there's also things like when the alarm goes off again, you sort of like turn into the other world, I think it's called. Yeah. And it's like this dirty industrial metal place and like normal floors become like grated floors that you walk across walls just turn into like bloody mess yeah and it's just it essentially just looks like an industrial factory in a way it's really strange um but that's sort of where the draw distance comes into play quite nicely because it's supposed to be dark and like the lighting effects add to it quite nicely as well yeah it's, it's full of atmosphere i'll go get yeah it it's just when you're like and the music adds to it as well because there's not much in the way of music like Resident Evil was. Yeah. Um, it's just sort of like atmospheric noises in a way. Yeah. But there's, um, I mean, you, you play through it, but the only time the draw distance really works, like I say, at night. Yeah. When or, or when when the air raid siren goes off because it's supposed to be dark and it works with the lighting, but when you're outside in the fog, it just pisses you off mm. to no end. Because I remember playing a bit of the second one. And the draw distance, well, the fog wasn't a draw distance, it was fog. Yeah. You could still see quite a way ahead of you, but it was, you know, it looked like it was just yeah, in yeah. the mist. But this was just like, yeah, we, we can't be bothered to program too far. Shove, <laughs> shove the fog on, no one will give a shit. But we do, unfortunately. Yeah. And the monsters don't look that frightening during the day no. because they look dated and, like, much do the graphics as well, unfortunately. I mean, it's like surprising it came out around about the same time as I know I always hark back to it, but it is sort of like the milestone, yeah, the milestone of the PlayStation era. That that game looked incredible and still looks incredible, but you play Silent Hill now and it came out the same year and it's like, mm. oh, you really didn't put that, or maybe they didn't have much of a budget. I don't know. That, that's where the draw distance thing I mean, comes in. Yeah, again. that's, that's the sort of game they developed. They, they obviously had limited. Uh, resources yeah. at their disposal so they thought well if we reduce the draw distance make it like this foggy town mm. it builds up the atmosphere and um, that's saves, the thing saves it, it only builds it up so far though it's yeah, just yeah. The thing, and then yeah. to the point where it becomes annoying yes I think um, just to keep harking on about it I think that they had developed the game but the PlayStation was technically limited mm. so they they had the game yeah, as it was right, yeah. and it was running on like a powerful PC or whatever it wouldn't work when, it, when, yeah, when it came to the Playstation they couldn't get it to work so they were forced to have this fogging effect on the, on the world um, maybe so yeah I no mean, I think that's that's true is it yeah, oh, okay. they, they were forced into it by yeah. the, the lack of power on the Playstation which is a shitter because 
it could have if it didn't have that on it, it could have been a much better. I mean, it still is a really good game. Don't it's, get it's me wrong. It's not technically their fault. <laughs> no, but it's still te technically wise. It, it just, I mean, even the graphics themselves, apart from the draw distance, don't look very mm. good. And they did, um, they did actually do a reimagining of yes, the game. Shattered Memories, yeah. I think, wasn't it? Which was out um, released on uh, December two thousand nine for the Wii, and January two thousand ten for the PS two. Oh. Rather randomly, That's on the PSP. Oh. Uh, what I don't know why it was released on the PS2. Though. I mean, it's graphically <laughs> compatible with the Wii, so it's yeah. that level of scale. So maybe it, the development didn't justify a HD uh, maybe, yeah. version. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, apparently, Shattered Memories isn't very good from what I've heard. Yeah, I did look into it. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get that version as well for the PSP, and it apparently it doesn't play very well or something. I can't remember. Something was criticised massively on it, and it just—it's just generally not a very good reimagining, unfortunately. Yeah. But I don't know. Silent Hill. I mean, every sequel spamming game's got to start somewhere, isn't it? So, yeah. Well, this—I um, mean, Resident Evil games have got better over time, and so Silent Hill games have got slightly better. Well, right? I think Resident Evil Five was maybe a bit of a step back. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I didn't. Wasn't keen on uh, that. I mean, Silent Hill games apparently have drooped somewhat in quality as well. Yeah. But I mean, every game goes up and down, but that's just through. Tearing the game through. We've ourselves a franchise, yeah. boys. Let's tie it to the back of a car and drag it along the street till there's nothing left. Yeah. Which unfortunately is what they tend to do yeah. with most franchises these days. They grope every bit of money they can out of it. But they do. It, it's not bad. I mean, like I said, the puzzles make up for it. And it does feel like a cheap man's Resident Evil. But yeah. like Rich said, a lot of people probably prefer to play this than the first Resident Evil game. Maybe. Yeah. But it has a lot more atmosphere than Resident but it's just a lot of stuff that bugbears I mean, no, okay maybe it wasn't their fault about yeah. the uh, well the, the only thing I, I, I can really raise that I wasn't too keen on was the camera angles I mean I know well, it's, it's, I very, it's, like very, it's very it's very yeah. it's very cinematic but initially it, it takes me a bit of time to get used to that sort of thing saying that it's not always forced no yeah. it is mostly third person but it, I, I to be honest a I lot of games was... did that on the PS1 though. I mean you got like yeah. uh, Resi did it Man Again got uh, Silent Hill Dino Crisis Blown in the Dark yeah I, to be honest though I mean it wasn't really uh, it wasn't too forced I mean, it no, was I mean just the, bits, the bits where you sort of like roaming around they're not really forced yeah. but when you're going down like the alleyway at the start yeah example, that's... that was a bit yeah but I mean that was quite clever camera work as well which sort of like uh, panned round and followed you and twisted a bit yeah. Which they then quite cleverly and quite accurately recreated in the film as well, mm. which was a nice little touch. But uh, a nice little stambush, as yeah. I should call it. <laughs> but it was, uh, no, it, it's good. It was. It's not the most technically incredible groundbreaking game on the PlayStation, but it still plays quite nicely. Yeah. Well, as long as you can still play it, then that's yeah. the key thing. I mean, like I say, the best bits of it are when it goes dark and the game really does sort of sprout to life then. Yeah. But when it's during the day, it sort of dampens itself a little bit. But mm. Oh well, they've, they've got to start somewhere. Hey they, so. Yeah, I mean, Resident Evil wasn't exactly incredible. No, it was. It did the trick. Yeah, it started it off. Yeah. So there you go. Anything else you want to raise, or uh, are we all all good? You must be happy. No, I'm I'm quite happy with as with Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's worth um, worth giving a go. I mean, it's another one on my list of games to buy eventually. Yeah. But I've got that many in the cupboard to play. I'm mean, gonna have to <laughs> buy a new cupboard. 
<laughs> retro game says a lot really doesn't so it? yeah but uh, I'll, I'll play it eventually and uh, give it a go and go mm. you, you can probably pick it up for dirt but pittance I think I yeah. paid next to nothing for it so pretty much I'll uh, see what happens so uh, yeah you can um, get in touch with us by email if you want to get, uh, contact us it's info at randomstoke.com uh, don't forget we've also got videos of each of these podcasts at uh, youtube.com forward slash randomstoked or you can also see them at randomstoke.com. Um, we've also got various other projects that are in the pipeline that may or may not be on the website by the time this one goes out. But yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, thank you for listening if you have been. And we will see you next time. Goodbye for now.